I listen to the black guy who tips because Rod and Karen are hot. Black success, those who choose to listen know, has always led to white retribution. Whether that success was something as revolutionary as Barack Obama addressing the crowd at Grant Park that night in 2008 or the unremarkable victory of an average black person scoring a decent job. What died was the belief that a day without white retribution was ever possible, replaced by the more immediate sentiment that it no longer mattered. None of this, it should be noted, was theoretical. Some of my longtime white friends had already revealed themselves and decades-long friendships turned to dust. Skirmishes began as bee stings. The female friend I had known since seventh grade who told me in October 2008 that Sarah Palin was smarter and more qualified to be president than Obama. The third year friend, the 30 year friend who before Trump's inauguration told me how disappointed he was in the civil rights icon John Lewis for calling out Trump's weakly coded racism. There were the progressive friends who wounded and horrified by the election's outcome had threatened to move to Canada. Then in the next sentence dreaded the upcoming Thanksgiving dinner where they would have to listen to relatives revel in Trump's victory. It was as if all they had lost was a Super Bowl bet, but the decision to no longer sit at the table was rarely a consideration these were no longer exchanges to be survived but telegrams urging a goodbye that needed to be listened to instead of anxiety these departures were welcome ballast being dropped trump's election ended relationships and friendships with family and romantic and the referendum was not on him but on the dozens of millions of people who voted for him people whose lives whether directly or indirectly would become part of mine that's the racism trump promoted and condoned that the racism trump promoted and condoned was occurring simultaneously with the ongoing demand that black people embrace post-racialism as america's new reality represented an even greater insult for those sprinklings of black families living in predominantly white communities that such reconsiderations were occurring nationwide i had no doubt i also had no doubt that relationships it did not end made me more skeptical of the people involved for both he and his election signified to me a stark and non-negotiable collision collision of belief systems for fleeting moments i even felt envious of those whites who could afford the luxury of being apolitical of the world just not mattering that much until i focused on the potential explanations only whiteness and fealty to it could be strong enough to bond people of such disparate values or those people really did not possess any values at all hey welcome to the black Outers podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are live on a monday ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black Outers. leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt is from uh my man howard bryant's uh good friend howie we follow each other on twitter um full dissidence notes from an uneven playing field great book i honestly cannot recommend it highly enough as y'all can see the shit got bars okay it's nothing but bars in this motherfucking book um but yeah that trump election it it, it's, it, it broke up a whole lot of relationships for folks Mm-hmm. a lot of for the first for the first time in some people's because i gotta say this our generation most of my time in school it was mixed it was like black white we all went to school now some of my mama's generation some of my aunts they still went to that all black all white school not not that some of my generation didn't but you know down south we was all mixed so 
for a lot of people it was nothing it was not abnormal for you to have friends of all races all backgrounds and all that shit versus when you talk to the older people i know when i was young i used to think something was wrong with them to an extent because i didn't understand race and racism shit like that when they would be talking about it, they were like them white folks them white folks them white folks i'm like what about them white folks i was like all white people ain't white that's because i hadn't i did not know when i hadn't experienced certain things that they had experienced so i was coming from a very naive place which which is understandable because your lack of knowledge will lead to that um and it's one of those things that as you get older and particularly if you are some of the few chocolate chips in the sea of milk all of a sudden as you get older and as whiteness begin to be more white (laughs) um and remind you that you're black and then as you get older a lot of black people never talk to their white people white friends about race they just never talked about it, never brought it up like just just there was no reason to i think barack obama started that because it made white people feel uncomfortable to now all of a sudden they felt comfortable talking to you and just saying things that showed their overt um racist beliefs even if you talk to them they as far as their mind they're not racist you know you talk to a lot of them they're not racist you talk to a lot of them i don't have racist bone in my body i would have voted for for barack obama twice like this is what they tell you but you're listening to what they're saying and you're listening to what they're doing and you're listening to how they're voting and you're going no 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 no. all this is contrary to the words that are coming out of your mouth and when you start to challenge that thing that means you have to challenge the foundation of everything that they've been taught and people don't want to face the reality that i was taught wrong the shit that i learned and the shit that my mama and my grandpa the shit might i can actually be wrong people don't want they don't want to hear that they they don't want to be challenged they don't want to grow they don't want to see anything different outside of what they know and this is why it's so hard to fight white supremacy because you have to kind of kind of retrain white people on on the whole concept of race and racism and what it means and privilege and people don't want to hear that you know you have to tell them that you're benefiting from a system just because you're white Mm -hmm. like you were just born and this thing was given to you and they don't have a concept to that because that 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 is just a that's normal to them like this default and i think we also became privy to how white people talk about race because i think for a long time there's been inside conversations within each race and the innate belief system of white supremacy is not something that is foreign to black people we 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 navigate it we are also indoctrinated in it um and we're affected by it we have to live under it and yet white people live under it too and benefit from it um in many cases and so it's harder for them to see it you know it's like it's like when you tell a a black man well there's some male privilege too they they get almost angry with you yes they do like no there is no dare you i'm a black man they will kill me and put me in prison how dare you fucking mention that there's any fucking level where i have any privilege at any point in my life in any area um and white people are very much like that too where it's like you brought up the the slap in the face of race and i think especially because barack obama came to prominence because he was so able to speak to both races correct and by both i mean black and white not Mm -hmm. not a bunch of other races Mm -hmm. but like his main like thing was bringing the most two most divided races in the country together in 
in one thing and and that was true of democratic white people mm-hmm. for the most part it was not true of white people in general Mm-mm. you know there was a shit ton of republicans who did not fuck with him and were very activated and motivated to get him up out of there yep by and, any means necessary and honestly what happened and i think i love how howard points this out when he says fealty to whiteness what happened was a lot of the liberal quote-unquote democratic white white people joined right on up with yes. the like because white people are so used to complaining about whoever's in charge yes like they're just used to it like i you know it doesn't matter how woke your white friend is they there's something inside of them that wants to like how black people feel a bit protective of obama for the most part obviously not all black people there's mm-hmm. a lot of them that don't uh not a lot but there's a lot of vocal ones online that don't like them but um how we feel a little protective and understanding of his legacy mm-hmm. and we like to put it in context white people have been used to being like both sides are the same uh politicians are stupid um well he's got some shit about him and they will do that because ultimately they're gonna come together in whiteness like they're not gonna defend that man because they see it as you know um that would be picking a side and once you pick a side then then you're cast out you lose some thing them being worried about their thanksgiving dinners you know not that these are things that i that i want to trivialize i do think it's a big deal to not have to go to go to thanksgiving and whatever but you're still going Mm -hmm. you you've been known that that uncle just because he voted for trump you've been known that uncle was racist your whole life come on y'all just live in a world where you never have to talk about it Mm -mm. you never have to confront it you know um so i think that's what was so interesting and then the schism that it created i know there's got to be i I feel like every black person that had white people in their lives at that point in time and from that point till now from trump's election till now more likely if you really had them maybe even from 2008 till now because like it was tolerable during the barack obama being in office because he was so good Mm -hmm. and with him being so excellent it was kind of like well y'all niggas just hating or you just like money more than you like like you like money more than you give a fuck about other people so like there was like a level where you could kind of be like this is still just politics trump made it so that it wasn't politics right he He has no political resume right it's just racism right and and when you tell people that people are like you're crazy it's like no that motherfucker is racist it's no picking up picking his side means you you either are like yes to racism or you don't mind it happening it, so either way you on the same fucking side and ignoring it means that you are complicit in it correct and that's what a lot what they thought they could do is what they've been doing with republicans you just ignore the racism what they didn't realize is that donald trump was the only person as Do, as ta-nehisi coates calls him ta-nehisi coates calls him the first white president and people will go well obviously he's not the first white president but he's like no he's the first president who only is white there is no redeeming quality about the man we know he's a liar we know he's a bigot we know he's a rapist we know he's a criminal we know all of this shit and yet he is he is unassailable to a certain uh the white portion of our electorate the the racist white portion of our electorate he's unassailable to them because to them they're like no this is what i wanted after obama i just wanted to tell you niggers you're niggers and now we have that in office and that's that's more important to me 
like that's our mascot that's why we're going around wearing guns and going to black lives matter rallies and we're shooting other white people in seattle and shit because Mm -hmm. they've been energized because that's all he is there for is to energize that exact sentiment that was laying somewhat dormant in in america Mm -hmm. for a while Mm -hmm. but it was always there black people always knew it was there but it's so active now and um i i really feel like it's just the end game right now yeah and it's also one of the things too where for a lot of black people if they were aware and if they were kind of tapped in you could kind of see this coming Mm -hmm. um and like you say for a lot of black people that had like white friends between like like i said 2008 a lot of them either don't have them at all or they have very very few like they have literally cut a lot of them out of their lives be it uh telling them to their face or either just not showing up you know declining party invites till eventually you just disappeared you know because every black person ain't this militant ass black person like like online trying to make everybody be most of us aren't right Dad, the like majority of gonna smack a white person in the face and it's not that's not real yeah the, mo- the majority of black people are pretty chill if something racist happens we just mostly try to exit the situation come on you know this isn't like a reality show most of us are just like okay well i found out this white person was racist i didn't think they were or i didn't know they were and this is these things have taken the mask off of so many people i i, I remember still the schisms that happened within the fantasy football group i was in with white people because we had an email chain and when trump was running it was just they were different you know like not all of them but enough of them and then the ones that weren't like like different in that way like the ones that weren't just openly like i'm fucking with trump they were so milk toast yes they were so wishy-washy they did not recognize the situation because essentially to them what it looks like a a, a, a dangerous situation to me to them that's just kind of like a inconvenient annoying situation uh it, like he said it's like you lost a super bowl bet because to me i'm like this is an existential terror this is the nightmare this is my people going and, like possibly dying yes as we are right now with covid this is this is life and death okay this is some this will be people i know you know what i mean everyone listening to our show they probably know someone who has died directly because of this COVID 19 mishandling yes and either you know them directly or you know them indirectly by yeah. being you know online like you've seen somebody that has posted something even if you even if somebody in your immediate family you've seen somebody post something somewhere that's black that says i got the coronavirus my family member has died my uncle died. like most black people have in some form of proximity has had somebody that they know yeah so you know to go through this and then to know that you really had to get in a situation where people had your back and white people do not have our backs Mm-mm you know and no whether they be um you know your liberal white people who you know went burning your bust on everybody and Mm -hmm. then went you know because 2016 was really about them to me yes it was a large enough contingent of them that was like well fuck it then i didn't get my way who and and you know and they have been building since 2010 when they decided to stop voting back then but those people it was about them in a large content contingent Mm -hmm. you know um and that told you a lot about whiteness 
in that these people even these people don't see it as dire straits because well i'll tell you what one thing black people for the most part will do and i'll probably get into this later too but one thing that for black people for the most part that we will do is if we can we will vote and if we vote we will vote for the democrat because we will mitigate that harm we know the dangers of unmitigated harm Mm -hmm. and they simply do not know it does not touch them when the water rises we drown when the water rises they get inconvenienced you know their 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 shorts get wet you know what i mean so for us it's a completely different ball game um and and so it's almost insulting and i know i couldn't a bit i couldn't be around that energy at the time i and still can't imagine having those same type of people in my life again because it's just like no the betrayal was too harsh you know what i mean like it was too much it was and it was and it was complete by which i mean even the people who go i sympathize empathize and understand what you're going through but hey man let's not you know let's not make a big deal out of trevor or whatever it's like no it's the biggest deal like like this is like trump to me is that you know his administration and the republicans that support him these are the 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 bad guys these you know this is the regime this is fascism this is that and we saw it coming we didn't we didn't need it to turn into this whatever this is to know the that i knew that it could happen Mm -hmm. and i knew if it did happen how it would go and you know and i think that's one of the reasons i fight so hard to stay from being too angry but every day it's like a challenge because something else happens that i'm like but we knew we told you you didn't listen correct and it's one of those things where black people know but like this black people that are educated and that are aware knows how it is for whiteness to just go rampage and, and act crazy it's called fucking slavery that's mm-hmm. what it's called white people white people it's called slavery like that's the end result and it's one of those things where for most black people and particularly well this is how i feel and if you talk to old black people they're like look whoever's going to be the person to not to take us back to slavery that's who the fuck i'm voting for and it's that goddamn simple to me and everybody think you're going to the goddamn extreme when you bring slavery up it's like no 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 i'm not crazy and i'm not a lunatic if the republicans could have their way they would fucking strip all niggas rights away if right. they could right. that's the goal that's the goal make america great again when when they had goddamn slaves take america back where where they had goddamn slaves i'm not stupid right. so don't act like i'm crazy when i'll be like y'all they're trying to bring slavery back and and these new niggas act like you are at your goddamn mind when we can't go back to slavery says who bitch you thought that they couldn't take other rights away them rights are slowly slipping away motherfucker don't you think they would strip them all all the way if they could yeah it's just it's wild because it's like it's already quote unquote slavery by other names and other means prison is slavery yes you know the way we have it set up in america right now privatized prison that's slavery and the way that it targets black and brown people at the highest rates that's slavery like literally they take your labor and they monetize it and you don't get any you know what i mean and they and they overcharge and over criminalize people they were doing that um since jim crow they were they had they passed loitering laws after slavery was over 
and then anytime they saw black people doing anything standing around hanging out whatever they criminalized it and they would put them in prison put them on chain gangs put them in work crews and literally they would make them labor they would do the same labor that slaves used to do for free and they would call it like oh because you were loitering you know it's so yeah we never got over slavery and we never really will um mm-hmm. and but but yeah you're right people do think that there were some things there was a lot of shit they took for granted right. and i've made up my mind and i'm sticking to it i will fight on the obama legacy i will fight on um you should vote and i will fight against apathy i will do it because i don't mind being disliked for that like like i'm just not for you then and that's okay because i someone got to do it everybody can't be afraid to just tell these motherfuckers to their face like you're being stupid because we don't mind it when we're talking to other people like when you talk tell a republican they're being stupid that's fine you know when you tell um you know when you tell someone they're being stupid for uh whatever some some other thing that that's okay but when i'm like you're supposed to be on my side and you being stupid it's like well hold up what about their feelings they might feel a way hey man i feel a way every goddamn day you know what i mean and it's everything i can do to not wake up and go off on your ass every day because you're in the house with me you see the condition we living in and you don't want to help Mm-mm. you want to sit on the couch and just huff and puff and i'm like brother it's not gonna clean itself up so yeah mm-hmm. and and that's the part that make that make you upset and it's also uh what's even more frustrating a lot of people hide behind certain things to cover that up mm-hmm. you know like i said yesterday black people hide behind blackness because we care about each other for the fact that oh don't call me out because i'm black your blackness has nothing to do with your actions yeah you know and that's a hard thing for niggas to separate well no nah, it does i mean you black you everything we do is affected by that that's true but it's just not an excuse no it's not you know it's like it's like if someone um does a crime to me but they happen to be black it i don't then go well that's different like it's the like i'm still injured is what i'm saying so yes like if a white person comes in my house and robs me that's fucked up if a black person comes in my house and robs me still fucked up yes because i don't have a tv you know what i mean like right like it's like like this like it's only when you get into these really insular insular circles and these online theoretical spaces that 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 we can turn it into like all this other shit you know what i mean but but the truth of the matter is we're human too and i like isn't i'm like i'm i'm just saying i don't want society to punish you for being black Agreed. but at the same time i'm not trying to say you should have immunity for being black Mm-mm. and you get to do all the stupid shit that that, that, that hurts us that, but, but i have to sit up here and be like well they are black because to me that's a weird type of anti-blackness too it's like these lower standards that we're putting on each other for being black like no if you're black and you want to vote republican that's different no the fuck it's not Mm-mm, no it's, it's not. bad it's still right. bad right that's why i said you can't use the color of your skin as an excuse to cover up your actions yeah all right um butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything 
Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. A reading rainbow. Oh, man. Let's get into something real quick. I have to do some ad read, okay? It's time to make some money over here, y'all. Adam and Eve. what's going on out there sugar dumplings adam and eve is trying to hook you up in this quarantine okay the vaccine isn't here but there's no reason you shouldn't be getting these orgasms off okay i see y'all starting to explore these tender streets okay i see y'all getting back on the dating apps okay i'm looking at your facebook stories okay you're trapping a little harder than you used to be because you're looking for some company i see it happening okay and i'm just trying to help you stay safe what they say an ounce of planning ounce of prevention can end can is worth a pound of cure that's what we need to do i need to prevent y'all from making rash decisions and you know what helps me not make rash decisions getting that orgasm on my own at home that's right adam and he's trying to help you with free stuff Mm -hmm. free stuff y'all they try and help you get free sexually and liberated 50 percent off of any one item when you go to adamandeve.com and you put in code tbgwt at checkout but that's not all they also want to give you 10 tantalizing free gifts they're talking all kinds of sex toys and and things you can use with a partner or use on yourself plus they're gonna give you six free spicy movies and free shipping okay so it's gonna come in a discreet package not shaped like a dildo it's not just like a dildo with christmas uh paper wrapped on it and then they be like whoa this is a dildo no it's gonna come in a box it's not gonna tell you it's from adam and eve it's gonna tell you it's from somebody else and then you just sit it at your door and your neighbors don't gotta know you in there getting your freak on okay i say you go get a power drill okay do what you got to do because it's 50 percent off okay code tbgwt at adamandeve.com treat yourself okay don't go out there and catch that covid we don't we need y'all we need y'all listeners to, to keep us through all right all right let's get into uh the show now this is something i wanted to talk about it's not really a segment though i don't even know what i would put it under maybe fucking with black people in a way it's kind of fucking with black people it's fucking with me so it's something i've been noticing um a lot lately actually um it's time to it's almost time to vote sometimes it's even have early voting right now mm-hmm. um also starting soon yeah and and look the women the ladies their information the black the black vote i'm not talking about white people votes uh not that i don't care but um i really do think they're gonna come through at a higher percentage for biden than they did for clinton but who knows if that'll be enough or not um and i'm not even talking about all black votes because honestly most of us vote and we vote democrat most of us are not apathetic there's a lot of us with our votes suppressed and we need democrats to get power to unsuppress it we've talked about this before yes that being said there's a contingent of very loud very attention-seeking apathetic black voters and i don't know if it's just my own um anecdotal experience or if they're well actually no i know it's not um i listened to ezra klein's podcast 
um matter of fact let me look up the episode because y'all should go listen to it as well um but i listened to a pot the podcast where he had a, a guest on and um uh he was talking with a black woman about um about voting um let me see here um yeah it's episode from september 7 2020 it's called black republicans donald trump and america's george floyd movement i believe let me click on it to be sure see if it can give me a description um but yeah it it, it was i believe it's the episode that had this black woman on it and um she oh, i'm gonna have to apple podcast is terrible mm-hmm. uh I'm, <laughs> it is, ain't it? Yeah, I'm gonna change mine too <laughs> uh let's see let's see if i can look this let's up see. on the fly a different way not use oh friendly. i hate when this happens sorry y'all um uh 7 2020 but um yeah uh he had a black woman on there and i just want to make sure it's this exact episode before we um before we lose it uh but she talked about black voting and um and basically black people that vote republican and then black votes in general and with the republicans it was interesting because obviously very few black women vote republican is this gonna play it i don't want it to um but very few yeah okay so i don't want it to play it but very few black very few black people vote republican in general right a very small section of black women vote republican and voted for trump but like 14 percent or some ridiculous number of black men voted for for this motherfucker Mm -hmm. and obviously this dude is a racist so it's you know it's very um confusing as to why any any black person would feel that they should or would want to vote for um to vote for uh for donald trump and uh yeah leah wright rigor is her name um and like i said can't recommend this episode enough september 6th september 7th black republicans ezra klein show that was really good you played that in the car that was excellent yeah because she had the numbers right and she went into like black men specifically have a lot of holdouts Mm -hmm. and so i've been looking right now at a lot of these um dudes and i don't understand how one they say things that i feel are disrespectful to black women Mm -hmm, and i don't mm -hmm. think i'm just i don't think i'm conflating it Mm -mm. if we look at the numbers black women are the most loyal demographic that votes for democrats yes also black women vote per capita at the highest rate yes they do okay compared to any other group in the country black women also in america now the most educated mm-hmm. women okay um yeah. also the fastest growing entrepreneurs yes we are okay so to say black women because that's what you're really saying have gotten nothing for voting democrat and yet they always do and they always do at a higher rate than anyone else when you say black people get nothing you say when you say we're on democratic plantation when you say um we should be withholding our votes what you're really saying is that black women 
should be withholding their votes black women don't because black men don't vote at a high at a high enough rate Mm-mm. to equate to black women and we don't vote for democrats high enough either to equate to black women um so just within the community we are saying black women somehow give away their votes and don't get anything for it right. and we don't have like and then it reduces everything every gain that has been made for black people under either uh any, any administration we reduce it to nothing you know um and it seems to be black men that mostly make this argument mm-hmm. um and i find it very frustrating because um many of these same men claim to support black women many of these same men listen to black women let black women lead support black women all this shit you know what i mean and i'm not a person that goes i don't like those blanket statements in general because i think it's really everybody's marriage is kind of individual so yes it is someone can be in a marginalized group and still be a piece of shit and it really like that ain't got shit to do with me you mm-hmm. know what i mean like listen to black women candace owens no okay but just in general though just, just the general like these are people to respect these are people that are your that are your peers not your not people under you it's not correct that church background shit um it's like these are people that i'm gonna give the same respect i would a a man who was talking to me like this or whatever right yep so when i see um men black men that didn't vote in 2016 now coming to the forefront in 2020 after four years of donald trump telling me how they still not convinced that they should vote or still not convinced that they shouldn't vote for trump or still not convinced that they should vote for biden i have to feel like it's a male privileged thing it is you know because you don't see very many black women making an argument now there mm-hmm. are some yes obviously there's we're not a monolith blah 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 but th- but look the numbers don't lie if a black woman votes which is the most likely demographic to vote there is like a fucking 92 percent chance she's voting democrat come on but nobody else can claim that Mm-mm. so the numbers don't lie they bear out that everybody else is kind of bullshit you know what i mean and so uh you know not the not to name names out of spite but i'm naming names because i think specific examples help here you know isn't but you know i watched like michael harriet make a thread about how he didn't vote in 2016 and it was the longest most gaslighting responsibility avoiding ass shit that i've ever seen and he's a dude that people respect as a person he's like a race explainer he writes these long threads on twitter and shit and you know white people eat it up and share the shit black people feel you know more validated because he knows tidbits of history and stuff that he's like organizing these threads got a book deal off of it you know congratulations to him and everything but in 2016 he wrote this piece about not voting for Hillary Clinton because I'm petty which let's be frank that headline that right there does not reek of a very serious reasoned stance in the first place i'm not saying he didn't have one but you played it for laughs you know because he's kind of he's very funny too yeah for clickbait yeah yeah and so now knowing it's 2020 people of course are bringing that shit up Mm -hmm. like you weren't on board with this what the fuck happened because you're supposed to be mr black man mr black explainer mr woke 
and he wrote this long thread basically being like hillary clinton had the crime bill you know all the shit that they say about hillary Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't do that now apparently he would vote for joe biden joe biden did everything hillary did and was more complicit so anything you hold against her you hold against him Mm -hmm. so you cannot admit you were wrong you can't admit i played 2020 2016 wrong 2020 is more desperate to me because now i have lived through this shit so i'm gonna gaslight you and pretend i'm gonna look over there look over here that shit was bullshit to me you know and i and it's the men who are doing this you know what i mean i'm not saying there aren't black women that may even feel this way for the most part they are not actively seeking an audience to be like and let me tell you why i'm not fucking with it joe biden or hillary clinton or whatever right now in this moment most of them are like let me put my ego to the side okay and it may be social peer pressure it could be that there's a lot of black women who are like these dudes but they know that 92 percent of the black women they know will probably be like man fuck you then so maybe that's why they're not doing it um there's another dude uh fuck i need to look his name up uh but he was on the daily show and i watched the daily show interview uh trevor noah interviewed him it was a great fucking interview um because trevor noah just did this thing that i love what interviewers do where he kind of just dismantled the man's points with questions yes and they weren't antagonistic or gotcha questions michael denzel smith they weren't they weren't like fuck you questions it was just kind of like okay well what if you wrong though what if you wrong right because the guy his basic point was and you can go watch it on youtube this is like a 10 minute interview so i won't play it on the show but his basic point was like so i feel like we can go more to the brink with trump than try to go back to the center with biden because biden won't be enough to mitigate all the factors that we need mitigated right away uh we don't have enough time for that and but yet we do have enough time for four more years of trump who is literally eroding rights and then entrenching more and more roadblocks through judges and whatnot into america so that the four years of more of trump that you plan to we gonna have the progressive revolution after when is that supposed to happen baby yeah and also a lot of people we talked about this in the car people don't know what the word revolution means people throw revolution up like revolution is something simple and something that's a straightforward thing when you say revolution you know what you're talking about you're talking about a fight you're talking about guns you're talking about people dying you're talking about your kids dying you're talking about you dying that's what you're talking about when you're talking about do you want a revolution Woo-hoo! that's revolution your revolution is posting shit online. Your revolution is posting shit on Twitter. Your revolution is doing TikTok. Like when people use revolution, how we go, how you gonna have a revolution, nigga? You don't even own a goddamn gun, but we're gonna have a revolution? Get out of my face. Also, the thing I've noticed, um, I was talking to a friend about this this morning, and the thing I can't help but notice is, and I'm starting to wonder if this is what it is, and I don't mean this to denigrate these people's blackness but it may come off like that to some people and that's and i just i can't be clear i'm not calling these people less black than me or not black but i do wonder if it's partially because you're taking out of blackness when you're excellent at writing and whatever you get to these universities and shit now you're the black explainer and you're still socialized around whiteness and their radical shit sound like white people radical shit 
i know what black radical shit normally sound like I and i don't want to you know like like i said i'm not trying to black check but like black people radicalism is normally on some man man fuck america fuck this whole system and honestly i'm not trying to save it and i just want you to burn with me like it's been it's shitty yes i, I no, no, like i'm not it's not that i'm not voting because i think white people will get the point and then we'll have a progressive revolution i'm not voting because i want life to be so fucked up for everybody that we all fucked up together now because y'all wouldn't y'all wouldn't do the right thing when you saw what was happening to us mm-hmm. to me that's more black revolutionary type shit you know um is is you know let's let's leave the country and go to africa like i know what black revolution sound like because i've been around black people my whole fucking life yes white people revolutionary shit is like occupy wall street it's mm-hmm. you know it's less march in the streets because we didn't get the white dream we didn't get the american dream i was promised that my white skin was supposed to give me access to i didn't get the job i didn't get the savings i'm in student loan debt i can't get right i can't get out of debt i, I my 401k is tanking yeah i didn't get to 2.5 kids their revolution is different and and by the way that ain't that's just the good white people come on that's the good white people's whiny version of revolution i we're gonna get socialism because we're so mad and you have to listen to us because we're we're angry at the waiter and we're and we're fucking white but then there's the the real white revolution that nobody likes nobody on this side that talks about revolution coming likes to talk about which is the niggas with the guns that are already organized who hate your black ass are much more likely to be the ones coming for you right coming, when the revolution starts they're gonna be the one taking everybody out the ones coming for america are much more likely already police officers they're already military they're already working in the white house they're already working for republicans like like that's if we're talking about just chaos anarchy and white people rising up to save the day it's not gonna be the white people you think it's not gonna be the motherfucker that that that's a soy boy or the motherfucker that 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 you know that that only shops at whole foods because they have fucking uh you know chickens that 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 were raised middle class and shit like you're not gonna fuck those are not the ones but there's this belief that you know at least in my what i took from that discussion is that dude has a belief that it can get so bad that white people will go and now we want progressive values that's what he believes though like you know and and like i said trevor wasn't mean nasty anything but he just kind of was like but asking questions but why like why do you think that would happen why do you think four more years of trump would make that happen why do you think like people and now we're ready for serious climate change as opposed to someone like biden who uh is running and has already adopted the most leftist um uh environmental plan which was jay Inslee's plan biden's already took that you know uh people like uh student loan debt well biden took um took uh, uh elizabeth warren's student loan, don't loan debt plan one, one by the way that gives black students black students especially those who go to hbcu um you get your relief immediate like boom you don't owe your fucking school loans for the people that go what are black people gonna get from this so that was another one obviously your charlemagne's your ice cubes your killer mics um uh those people you know eddie glaude jr who came around i will give him his credit um but in 2016 he was um big on on fuck hillary essentially i'm not voting for i don't blah 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 and then he looked back 
and did write a, a, a apology and say he was wrong for that um that's a rarity most people don't which i you know what and that's it for me i'm not being petty i'm not holding mm-hmm. it against you 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 because mm-hmm. there's so many people you know um uh, and like i said none of these are disses but i just feel like i would be complicit if i didn't speak up especially as a black man you know what i mean because somebody has to fucking say something about this you know i'm tired of these niggas swooping in the last fucking minute like uh arms folded but what about me you know what i mean like i don't like that shit um 2016 uh the last year of twib um it was excruciating for me to listen to you know because i watched uh elon who's a man that surrounds himself with a lot of brilliant black women well accomplished smart savvy pragmatic accomplished black women basically shout down black women for a year when they told him like look hillary clinton this is the thing she's doing here's the plan she has is a positive thing and he was like no i earned my vote or lose she gonna lose and i had to listen to what i thought was probably the most harshest thing i ever heard on from a podcast was an episode they did live on election night and mm-hmm. people were crying oh live the, on the air yes. like people were crying live on the air because the 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 arrogance you know what i mean like there was no belief that hillary could have lost and i think people won't admit that because we're so yes. caught up on being right all the time we never make a mistake we never fuck up we never get anything wrong we know everything and it's like but you didn't though this was on you you know you have a platform you encourage people to not vote with that shit you know and i i don't know how that's any different than Charlemagne doing the same thing ice cube doing the same thing um michael denzel smith doing the same thing it's us it's us straight well mostly straight but black men coming in like fuck all the work black women have done organizing fuck all the work do you know in 2018 more black women ran for and got office than any than than ever before could we fed up but part that's part of the nothing that black women got because black women bought in and then they came to prominence and came to power and that is the kind of power that the same way that donald trump putting judges all around the country that's the same kind of power where well now this comes through a black woman a black woman becoming a da that changes that changes who goes to jail in that city or that municipality you know what i mean that changes things and people denigrating black women for that shit you know like they did kamala harris marilyn mosby um kim uh fox i believe is her name like that kind of shit you know when black women become mayors yes they become responsible yes people are gonna go shit on them because it's, it's, a, it's a job mm-hmm. you know it's the job is not for everyone to just go you're doing great but still when you see um you know keisha lance bottoms or somebody when you see uh stacy abrams running for office or and then becoming like this person who's against voter suppression this is the fucking work this is the work that niggas aren't doing that they swear isn't happening you know and and the benefits of seeing these people take office the benefits of seeing like a maternal health bill come 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 to uh come to be voted on kamala harris proposing that for black maternal health for the nothing you know what i'm saying like 
the programs that are going to erase black people student debt that's nothing now you know these programs for black entrepreneurs are nothing they're nothing now like who the fuck are you to look black women who have done this work in the face and tell them it's nothing this ain't shit well what's your plan it's never specific it's just you ain't do shit now here i am as a black man to tell you niggas how to act this is what we doing okay i've been hanging around these white folks these white folks told me the real revolutionary is class and socialism and a bunch of other shit like is that's the real revolution and y'all ain't on that okay the white people at princeton told me that so i fucking you know the white people that pat me on the back at fucking wellesley that's what they told me and so now i'm displaying it to you niggas let me just rain it down from my fucking mountain the black man is hey y'all don't vote i'll let you know in the vote you couldn't stop us from voting in the first fucking place because you didn't organize with us at no point did you come into the community and go hey let's do all this work now guys listen to me i'm gonna go up there and negotiate you didn't even do that part to be taking all this credit but then you'll get on the fucking your platform hate to use that word but that's what it is you get on your platform and then you fucking spread app you just jizz apathy over the, over the entire listening audience of blackness and you want to be applauded for that shit you want to act like you're a hero for that shit and you're not and you don't have the integrity to even say hey i fucked up other than eddie glaw jr like i said what are under bridge but you don't even have the fucking integrity to be like i got that shit wrong whoops black children are the number one people number one group of children dying from covid19 black people and brown people are disproportionately dying now i'm not blaming this all on black men because someone stupid is going to take this and extrapolate it to that because right because that's what the fuck people do or someone wants to take it out of context i'm not blaming black men we're not we're not uh responsible for all this shit Mm -mm. i'm just saying move the fuck out of the way don't be complicit at all let's go you know what i'm saying like i'm watching black women who are the savviest smartest most pragmatic most active intelligent voters in our society who make the right decision every fucking time in mass i'm watching them get in formation and go okay so it's biden and i'm not just talking any old black women i'm obviously any old black women but i'm talking about your revolutionary black women even and like not your twitter revolutionaries you know those contrarian motherfuckers are always how can i get the attention off of this but i'm talking about like angela davis you niggas do not have more pull than angela you don't you don't have that resume there's no amount of rap albums that will equal you being put on sentence on death <laughs> for them trying to penalize you and put you to death and you defending yourself as your lawyer you don't have it you don't have the resume for that so to see people in the face of this four more years of this which will be worse because it'll be four more years unchecked rampant it will be so bad this the shit that's just on the menu every day when we wake up every day there's a new thing yes and it's a new thing and i can guarantee you people do not realize four more years of him could mean the reversal of roe wave four more years of him could mean because you got you got a uh, bestie divorce and, and and uh over education could, could mean stripping schools more schools of their funding 
four more years could could mean uh more people less people vote four more years could mean locking more people up four more years could mean a lot of things and i don't have the time for it get that nigga out of goddamn office and uh, and i do do notice many of these people do it from their democratic enclaves where they will be safe where they don't have to worry about some republican coming to power and fucking them up i i do i do karen does we are in one of these states and no your progressive revolution wouldn't win this fucking state nope. so no i don't want to gamble with my motherfucking life where you go to get to be safe in new york i don't want to do that like I, we on the front lines of this shit come on we're a swing state and, and like you said a lot of people that uh are like that like you said they live in california they they, 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 yeah, they, they but they, there's an assumption right that because they'll be safe we'll be safe no. or because or because if or those who are endangered by this well, well ultimately it'll turn out better if you can survive it fuck you why do i have to survive right fuck you we're trying we're not trying to survive we're trying to we like we have to survive but we're but you're gonna kill us so you can survive that's really what is it what it is and it's that simple calculus to them and it's all in this unwarranted faith in whiteness and that white people will go oh my god i didn't think it would get that bad i i guess i'll go ahead and vote completely to the left from now on that's not how it's gonna work because you always forget that the majority of white people want it this way the majority of white people would love to put your vote under bondage they have my vote under bondage the south under bondage they would like that it's oh that's i'm not saying all white people the majority though the majority of them vote republican the majority of them that vote will vote for trump yes so you're talking about the majority of white people we always leave them out the equation as if we don't talk about this huge killer shark in the motherfucking shark tank room that somehow we can just work it out between us side our side but it's like no we're just gonna be shark bait and like i said i'm just tired of black men being the face of that because they only come find you niggas to be contrarian to serve somebody's purpose if the russians don't want us to vote the republicans don't want us to vote you know like they're like that should be enough to tell you maybe i'm wrong 20 2016 through 2020 should be enough to tell the go maybe i was wrong if you can't do that self-examination then fuck you because it's it can't be more obvious you got it wrong you just didn't know and we're about to repeat the same fucking thing yes we are you know uh, like i got in a uh, hot water quote unquote within the black community as well black male community especially but black people in general when i tweeted out you know black men are the white people of black people and i'm not the first person to tweet that mm-hmm. but you know it went viral and motherfuckers was threatening me and you know i got called you know i came on fire started had like all hands on deck like are you okay like you really meant that and i'm and and i'm like these are the moments where i'm not saying all black men are terrible we trash we evil i don't believe that i love myself i love being black love being a man i love black men i love black my community black people period all of us so it isn't even that it's, but it's just like when it's a crucial moment like this this is male ego because the majority of people that are coming up to do this to fuck up the process are black men you know what i'm saying it's uh and like if i'm wrong then tell me tell me why i'm wrong but y'all ain't noticed the trend 
like me and kbaz was talking on twitter the other day and it's like what the fuck are these niggas doing like this is not it this is not the time because you don't see black women doing that not not unless they are republican or just flat crazy you do not see them doing this it's just not the fucking time everyone is either and this isn't like because we love body it's just we're like listen it's you know what dog it's not it's not a good time like honestly i'd rather him be in power and then we shit on him and see what we can get than for us to get four more years of trump i I don't see how that's crazy you know and like i said i if motherfuckers ain't cool with me talking about it if they not cool with me saying the shit i don't give a fuck i am right you see what i'm saying i am i know i'm right history has proven me right if anything i was wrong to not say it in 2016 if any regret it's just that i didn't go hard enough to be like you niggas are being stupid you know what i mean because we don't need this stupidity at this time is is really it's even higher stakes than it was four years ago and if you can't see you were wrong four years ago then what the fuck are you even talking about today so i just wanted to get that out of my chest before we started talking about other things because it's like everywhere i look and maybe it's because i consume so much black media everywhere i look i'm just like another nigga popping up like you know what i just don't know in their faces fucking annoying i just don't know about all this maybe if joe biden come talk to me maybe then i might think about it like who the fuck are you nigga what are you doing right now um oh and i did want to add one more thing too uh speaking of being wrong i was wrong about um the joe biden barbershop thing i've been seeing the ads in north carolina they got these commercials where it's black men in the barbershop and they basically i thought it was gonna be like joe biden and kamala harrison in the talking to these fucking dudes that are like i'm not voting but it's basically just black men in the barbershop talking about uh biden trump um kamala harris like what the agenda is right now for black people why it's so important to vote i love it it's it's actually really fucking good they did a great job like i've seen them um and uh it's not at all what i thought it was gonna be which was basically like because i know they said they wanted to meet with like ice cube and shit so maybe they haven't done that part of it right but it was not the thing i thought it would be um where it was just um black men sitting around like like giving giving more platform to the i ain't voting type niggas which is which is what i thought it was gonna be and uh i i'm very happy that that's not um what it had what it happened i'll um i'll put it on screen karen because i know you say you didn't see it Mm-mm. but um yeah i actually thought these ads were pretty good um um sound on yeah i'm turning it on but they've got the experience i'm still in shock three or four years later that we're in this position now our democracy is at a pivotal point from the top we don't trust our government we see the trouble we're in economically we've got 170,000 americans dead and yet this president will do anything he can to make it seem like things are better than they are i did more for the black community than anybody with the possible exception of abraham lincoln (laughs) (laughs) it's our responsibility if we don't lead that effort to make things better we can't ask other people to do it. There is no good reason not to vote. Right, we need to have individuals that are in office like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They are our best shot to take us forward. And that's what makes me incredibly hopeful, but we really do have to work for this thing. To the thousands who did not vote, we need you to show up for our future and for our country. You cannot sit on the sidelines. You gotta get in the game. 
yeah and i like that i will vote.com is a link at the end but yeah that um that that that's a lot better yeah than uh, i thought it was nobody gonna be nobody in there whole tapping it up and shit like that like they like no 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 we them people aren't in this particular conversation yeah i was 100 percent convinced that that shit was a bad idea and it was gonna be a bunch of people talking about but i don't you know earn my vote and shit mm-hmm. that was like no man this is not the time to play and that's really all it's gotta be man i just and honestly I, i'm just it's not the thing that's more fucked up is that i don't think that is a major percentage of black like it's not the majority of black men Mm -hmm. who are like i'm not gonna vote or i'm gonna vote for trump trump or i'm gonna uh yeah it's or i'm gonna withhold my vote it's not the majority of us i don't believe it's not but they're but we but they need us right now Mm -hmm. and um the problem for me is that that's the people that get out of shine and if i if people like me don't you know what i mean people like uh the men in that video don't so i i like seeing those kind of people elevated you know what i'm saying because they need somebody needs to be putting people like that somewhere where people can hear them you know what i mean because they're not gonna just like the odds of them hearing a low information trying to keep it real ass like but we ain't getting no reparations type nigga is much higher than them hearing hearing somebody like the people in that ad so i like i appreciate that ad. it was good that's true i got some um random thoughts sure okay um well this is actually like a, a statement almost um when we go outside again i meet the biggest ro- bowl of ramen i can buy i want to eat like naruto Mm-hmm. i cannot wait to get like because we've got ramen but i'm talking about like our ramen places that we eat at where it looks like the cartoons like i, I want to go there like i uh because i really out of everything i miss i extremely miss going out to eat mm-hmm. my next thing is uh i'm a heavy sleeper but why can't i sleep through the rest of 2020 i, I, do, I don't know why <laughs> like roger would tell you i am a heavy ass sleeper like it takes a lot to wake me up but apparently that's one thing that i i just can't sleep through yeah i mean it definitely uh, i mean i feel like a lot of people haven't i don't know this isn't related but a lot of people seem like we have an insomnia lately mm-hmm. uh, and it seems like a lot of people going through it at the same time mm-hmm. so it could be maybe you know maybe nobody sleep because we all too woke here apparently so apparently so uh, I wish I could just get this shit over with. But uh, my next uh, thought is, uh, have you ever set up underneath a, a dryer so long, a hair dryer so long, that you thought your brain cells uh, melted because you can't, you keep forgetting like where your phone is all the time? Because I keep forgetting where my phone is. So I, you know, I wonder if it's the years of sitting up underneath that, you know, the hot dryer when you go get your hair done. You know, is it melting your brain cells? Because Roger would tell you, I'm like, where my phone? I don't know where my phone is. Where my phone? Oh, it's over there in the corner with my phone. You just laid it down with my phone. It's in your face with my phone. <laughs> I can't remember where it is half the time. Well, it's definitely, um, it could be the chemicals too from the hair. I don't know. I don't know the rules on, on that one. Uh, I don't sit under dryers for any reason. So I would, I wouldn't know, but I, I, I mean, maybe you onto something. I see a lot of women in the chat saying it could be, it could be, the, it could be, the, it could be the same thing. They, they lose their phone all the time okay at least i'm not alone and uh for those of you that wasn't on the premium show i seen a book and uh i shot that bitch like a first person shooter game 
uh i took out half the furniture in the house listen i so we have uh we have a bug spray in the house for the rare occasion when we see a bug because uh we are very much team kill all the bugs i i know i know i've read the blogs i've seen the um reasoning for why you should let certain bugs live you know there's Mm -mm. these spiders are good and Mm -mm. i'm like Mm -mm. if okay if spiders are good why every time i go to a horror movie and the house got spiders in it everyone's scared hmm how come you know that that's an evil house when it got spiders all over it explain please because i feel like something is there's a disconnect between spiders are good people and apparently the billions of motherfuckers who watch movies and recognize a house full of spider webs is disgusting and dangerous so uh yeah we kill them all okay we kill the motherfucking centipedes the house centipedes i know they kill other bugs they gots to go uh water bug you gots to go centipede millipede you gots to go we don't play in this grasshopper you gots Mm -mm. to go we don't play in here but karen will i we buy the bug spray that's for wasp because it kills them the fastest and it don't play the wasp bug spray is the motherfucking like ak-47 or goddamn bug spray and it shoot forever it shoot like feet away i killed a lizard with wasp bug spray one time y'all straight up no joke so uh you when it comes to to this bug spray you don't need to drench the house <laughs> a dab or do you just splash the fucking bug it'll run around for a couple minutes because they take a while they to die moving. it's not like a flamethrower where the more you put on it the more it's quickly it won't die faster <laughs> you kill you splash it it takes a while it seeps in and then the bug dies and i karen, everything karen uses up a half a fucking can of this expensive wash bug spray and now and then whenever we need it it's gone so it, <laughs> like that's the problem i have is that it's wasting too much time just fucking shoot the bugs for i don't want to be able to not breathe in my house because you shot the whole house up just shoot the bug once give it a couple minutes it'll flip around and die and then that's it <laughs> okay i need because like i said i i am terrible at first person shooter video games but i'm a first person goddamn shooter with that can yeah. of rage okay well until you see another bug one day and you gonna have no can and, then, <laughs> and i'm be mad then you're gonna have to do it yourself because i'm because then you're gonna be on your own listen to these niggas in chat room if you want to they don't live here and they don't pay for no bugs for it so because i forget to go get another can right we like this is there's a lot there's a rhyme to my to my logic over here i'm I'm trying to make sure we never in a situation where it's like oh god karen used all the bug spray on this fucking bug and now we in here trapped with wasps and shit fucking hornets by the door and i gotta die because because of this shit because i went prepared right <laughs> say spray the bug like a civil rights protest exactly <laughs> yeah i do exactly. i spray i spray like i unreleased the water hose i was like bitch you got the you got to die uh every time i go to the bedroom uh the door shuts behind me i don't know what it is i i think it's a uh, uh, ghost there and every time we walk i go into the bedroom it just get tired of my shit of leaving the door open so it just shuts it i mean because it never fails uh what happened is i oiled the door hinges uh a few months back uh because it was always squeaking and i didn't like that it squeaked uh when it opened and closed so Uh, ever since then ever since then it it closes easier and then also if the ac is on it closes uh 
because the ac is blowing so that's the mystery it's not a ghost oh thank you because i was like well I guess this bitch tired of me because i go in the bedroom and I, i'm like who the fuck he shot yeah i watch a little too much uh lovecraft country to be fucking with ghosts i would move <laughs> Wait, i would i wouldn't live here <laughs> i got to go i wouldn't live here if it was a ghost in here because i'm black yeah we would we wouldn't have it yet so yeah. you know mm-hmm. same reason i don't talk on speakerphone i'm black <laughs> if you uh daffy duck it around the house does that mean you related to him no i don't <laughs> i didn't even get that joke when you said it on twitter but i still retweeted it i don't know what that means you know daffy duck like no bot no bottom no top. i know but i don't know why that means you related to him <laughs> Oh, that was just a random thought in my head. I know. It just didn't make <laughs> no sense. My shit, my shit ain't got to make it just, sense. It just didn't make no nope. sense. Nope. It don't got to make motherfucking sense. Who said, who said it had to make sense? I'm not trying to sleep on your joke, though. Oh, oh see? See, my third eye, I'm too welcome. Too well for you niggas. Uh, doing my hair is like painting a picture. I get halfway through it, my arms get tired, and I'll be like, fuck it, I'll finish it tomorrow. <laughs> uh that's how i feel about that i'm like you know what nah i'm good well you started doing it in sections anyway right yeah 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 i saw because if i had to tackle my whole head at once i'm like oh bitch this is why you pay people to do your hair the good news is you got enough hair now to be tired i do got enough hair to be tired mm-hmm. oh my arms be like nah nah chicken and then sometimes my hair long enough now i get real good i pin it up when you can't even see the unfinished part <laughs> Mm-hmm. well i'm like i just had to rest until later on get again i had to just push up to some shit get my arm strength up because i'd be like fuck this bullshit there's a lot of hell um which is a good problem to have but it's still tiresome yeah and my last one you want to know how your file line working turn that bitch on for the first time for the file it will let you no, know if no, it's hold working on, hold on, you skipped over some some steps you know how your fire alarm working turn on the heat for the first time oh yep turn the heat that's it the fire yeah. alarm yeah turn the heat for the first time in fall yeah i turned on the heat this morning that bitch went off for 15 because it's, it's filing my time of year okay the pumpkins are in the air the spice is flowing and it was cold as shit when i got up in the morning and it's north carolina which means it was cold and then it's gonna be too hot yeah, it's gonna morning. be 80 in the afternoon yeah it's gonna be cold at night but um you know it's first thing in the morning i was like fuck it's cold it's like 66 degrees in his house so i was like let me at least turn on the heat and warm it up a couple degrees man all the fire alarms went off Mm -hmm. all the smoke detectors going off man i don't know what the fuck be happening in your ac when it's during the summer when it's cold it happens every year whenever you turn it off for that first time it just sets all the alarms like it's just kindling laying in in the fucking i don't know but every year it happens and i had to fucking get towels and fan the fucking smoke detectors i know our neighbors is like are they like on fire downstairs or what but <laughs> do i do i need to stop drop and roll and then roderick uh uh got it to stop and he left and i was showering and it went off again the whole time i was showering and shit it was off for like 15 minutes i was like the fuck is this will you please be quiet shh shh um because it's like with no fire or nothing it was just mm-hmm. like beep beep it was like yeah bitch i am woke yeah so um but uh is that it mm-hmm. all right all right well, just had been, little, little, little thoughts that's okay we've been talking for a while um 
let's see uh i guess we can get into some articles or whatnot um how about some uh coronavirus news maybe i don't know uh (laughs) uh, trying to remember what we haven't talked about uh i guess we haven't done coronavirus in a while so let me uh look up a whack-ass song (laughs) and uh uh we'll play um okay this is coronavirus by anna nace nace and uh it's from the album coronavirus i don't know what any of that meant mm-hmm. she did say coronavirus a few times i guess that's her way of saying virus i don't know what's happening maybe it was on point i don't know don't speak that all right let's get into coronavirus news uh the cdc put guidelines um up and then took them down today hmm. they removed guidelines that uh said that covid19 can travel beyond six feet which means it can then they said it was posted in error it said it's possible that covid19 may spread through droplets and airborne particles that are formed when a person who has covid19 coughs sneezes sings talks or breathes the cdc said for months that the disease mainly transmitted between people in close proximity through large droplets but after adding last week that tiny particles known as aerosols could transmit the virus the agency restored its earlier guidelines about how the deadly pathogen is spread um and then they took it down i believe that was the truth and they was like no 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 you can't be telling people that it caused panic yeah they said uh a draft version of proposed changes to these recommendations was posted in error to the agency's official website the agency is still working on updating its recommendations about airborne transmission on the bug of the bug uh once this process has been completed the updated language will be posted once somebody looks over and take out the bullshit that they don't want to panic the public will it be republished um moderna sees 20 million doses of covid19 vaccine candidate by the year end uh, moderna inc said on friday because uh they had that scare and then they resumed the where they thought someone may have had a spinal disease that came from the uh shot um then a person was in the hospital for like a week or something um and then they started resuming trials i don't know that that means that person was okay or what just know that they started resuming the trials again um and now they're saying that they will have 20 million doses of this vaccine candidate 
hopefully by the end of the year and maintain and still maintaining that goal of having 500 million to a billion doses in 2021 um so i don't know you know i don't know if it'll work any of that shit yet but just letting y'all know you know not everything is bad news so people are working on the problem we'll see uh i brought this up earlier almost all the u.s kids and teens who have died from covid 19 were hispanic or black mm-hmm. so that means not only them a lot of their parents and elderly people that took care of them possibly got it and died too there's very few of these cases you know like because they're kids mm-hmm. um but of the kids who died um almost all of them were black or brown you know so there's only like 121 young people who died um 17 of those were white chick kids compared to 35 black children and 54 hispanic yeah and what i would say is it's probably more about access to health care than it's going to be about anything genetic because we're talking about yes. kids you're not talking about you know for all the things you know, pre-existing conditions and shit with, with kids this young you know these are the people that they've been touting as they're young healthy they'll be fine and um so that it's probably about less of how likely are you to be able to have good insurance go to the hospital right away um Mm -hmm. so be able to social distance your parents be able to you know Mm -hmm. afford to put you somewhere for two three weeks or whatever like very low so um covid19 grows less deadly as doctors gain practice and drugs improve so that's good you can get sick you go to the hospital but because now the doctors have had so much practice because you know if we leave the league and anything in america right now it's doctors having opportunity to deal with COVID 19. so um our doctors have had so much practice that uh they're getting better at making the disease the, the outcome from the disease less deadly i mean which once again i'll take it good news is good news comparatively you know sucks how we got here but um yeah i i I mean yeah it's good news i I mean it's just it's just how can you look at this shit and not be like we shouldn't even be in this situation Mm -mm. that's the part to make you upset yeah so um we'll, we'll see what happens um with this but um you know they know what they're dealing with a little bit better now you still can dive this shit though yes you can uh nearly eleven thousand people have been exposed to the coronavirus on flights say the cdc they investigated 1600 cases of people who flew while at the risk of spreading the coronavirus and identified nearly eleven thousand people who potentially were exposed to the virus on flights now here's the thing because we have such shitty tracking in america right we don't know if any of the people they were on the flights with caught coronavirus or how many or if they infected anyone else and where they went yeah, well we yeah we yeah we may yeah we might not even know where they went you got connecting flights like all flights don't go to one spot and drop yeah. in one spot i mean I, if you know their names and shit you might be able to like yeah, track, track them but yeah we don't do tracking in that way Mm-mm. now i believe they did uh contact some of these people but they have not been able to confirm a case of transmission on the plane also because the virus incubates over several days so 
you know and once again self-selecting factors we have to think about if a motherfucker hopped on a plane the the odds are they did more than just hop on a plane as far as risk for coronavirus right you hop on a plane uh you took ride sharing you may have been going to an event for work it may be a personal a wedding something um you you know hooked up with friends so like that kind it's kind of like saying well people attended a football game and some of them had coronavirus like yeah because the kind of person that's gonna go to a football game probably did a few other things you know the people go out to eat they might have coronavirus yeah because if you're going out to eat you're probably taking a couple other risks as well and um you know and this isn't a there's no foolproof plan no one's there's nothing you can do to be 100 percent safe from something like this unless you like self-isolate in the woods and you just hunt animals or some shit i don't know but like just there's always going to be risk but the fact is we can't trace shit so right we don't know and then uh people act like the airlines was wrong for telling motherfuckers to put on masks and bending them from their planes Mm -hmm. and then you have staff and crew talking about uh their safety and their protection too because you know this is flying i don't know if they're including staff and crew but they was on these planes too Mm -hmm. of all these major airlines yep um meanwhile a vietnam woman spread COVID 19 to 15 other passengers on her flight now how do they know because apparently they actually have good tracking over there <clears throat> so she boarded a flight from london to hanoi vietnam despite her symptoms of COVID 19 so she had symptoms but once again you're asking people to do shit like i know i'm supposed to get back home on this date i have COVID 19 the right thing for me to do is to isolate for two oh, so weeks she had already been tested positive she, she had symptoms okay it's, but it's like i look i have the sniffles i feel a little run down but i got a flight so i'm gonna go home and fuck everybody basically on this flight because maybe i got something else going on at home and the thing is this is why i keep talking about like precautions aside you're still trusting your fellow person and so it's not you know this is why i try not to make it a a judgmental thing of like you motherfuckers are stupid i'm just saying be aware of the risk because you are being safe you or you at least know what you're doing to be safe right you know what you're doing you're entrusting that other people are taking similar efforts or some are better some are not and there are some people out there that just they have other priorities and so you hop in a flight to them they know they're sick they know they're but it's like what am i supposed to not go home so you if you hopped your flight because you were just like fuck it i need a vacation or whatever or this thing i could postpone i'm not gonna postpone you may have you know you may be sitting next to this person that's like i probably got it but eh, you know i gotta get home so uh researcher says the woman was from vietnam she had symptoms of a sore throat cough prior to the flight they also claimed this was the source of the outbreak there were 12 passengers in business class to an economy and one crew member who were all infected after Mar- the march 1st flight when she arrived in vietnam her symptoms had progressed and four days later she tested positive for COVID 19 yeah because that's the other thing at the beginning maybe you do think it's just a cold yeah because it shows the same symptoms and we're getting to that time of year where you might have the flu you might have mm-hmm. a cold sinus problems 
contact tracing was conducted for all 217 people aboard the vietnam flight by march 10th according to the study people on the flight had traveled to 15 provinces of vietnam there was no strong evidence to support potential exposure to others outside of the flight the study's author wrote the risk for an onboard transmission of SARS-CoV-2 during long flights is real and has the potential to cause COVID-19 clusters of substantial size. Oh, because you're on the plane for a long period of time. And it's just recycling air. Right. Our findings call for tightened screening and infection prevention measures by public health authorities, regulators, and the airline. Now imagine that in America where motherfuckers really think it's a debate on do I have to wear this mask on the plane? Yep um so uh all right let's uh oh ponsol was added to the epa's list of disinfectants that are effective against coronavirus i can believe that niggas love ponsol so i believe that <laughs> we do i know i'm just not sure how that is <laughs> like, what i that? mean it's, it's not related but niggas love yeah. ponsol so niggas gonna be wiping shit down anyway niggas love red kool-aid it's not Mm-mm, they don't i mean i mean yeah, i mean they do love red kool-aid but uh they love them some pine sauce so that niggas out here was killing the coronavirus didn't even know it <laughs> uh, next up comet and leaving it in your tub for two three days before cleaning it that That's, kills coronavirus too that also kills coronavirus yeah it does you know what also, also kill coronavirus robitussin closing that goddamn screen though not letting all the ac out that also kills coronavirus it sure does okay and keep that bitch outside my door crown royal bags just keep your keep your your, keep your cleaning products in crown royal bags because niggas love that too yes and and it kills coronavirus what niggas love kills coronavirus apparently yes sir um all right let's uh get into some other news uh what should we do oh yeah i forgot i got new segment um news jingles and shit oh yes let's do that um, let's go with some more jingles that got submitted uh no that's not what i'm talking about oh, oh my bad i'm just gonna uh i was just gonna um play the ones we got from the uh the other day okay we can do that um if i can remember where i put them um you might have to put them in that little folder i did and now i'm like where did i put the the clips oh wait did i um put it here nope you know what give me a second to search um <laughs> be like me put it in like, what the fuck did i call that yeah i i see the folder right here i don't know why i had a problem with it but um yeah you know what let's do some um some fucking with black people um Let's get to fucking with these black people, y'all. <laughs> Stop me if you heard this one before, y'all. Okay. We done caught another secret white woman out here on these streets. Oh, shit. What this bought our number up to? Five? I'm losing count. Nah, I, yeah, I'm losing count, too. Another secret white woman has come through as one does. This one. Black Twitter CSI got on the case? I, I, I don't know. This one's from Indiana. She was a Black Lives Matter activist, cause you know they have a type. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> they can't just be regular black. 
they got to be the king of the negroes okay <laughs> um but yeah uh an indiana black lives matter activist took the man black lives matter activist too mm. got to got to start the application process or something uh took to facebook on wednesday to let everyone know she is in fact white now she didn't take the facebook to let them know out of kindness of her heart once as what seems to be a pattern at this point once they're about to be outed they they always are about to be outed and then they go y'all it's time to tell my truth it's time for me to tell my story my side of things okay i just really need to come clean all right i'm a white woman i'm a whole white woman it's like well could it be the article i read in the detroit daily news before this uh no that's i just from the goodness of my heart needed to tell you people (laughs) um i have you she says jennifer lynn benton is her name but she changed her name to satchel cole they be picking the most fucking out there names like your name before would have been fine but people would have probably found out who you really were so satchel you ever heard that name before not since the 1940s (laughs) (laughs) that's correct because satchel page a negro league baseball player is where she got the name from (gasps) satchel page lynn cole is what she changed her name from it was originally jennifer lynn benton now i find it interesting she still kept pageling because that's the whitest name that was the clue okay i feel like if you go back and trace the steps it's like uh the unusual unusual suspects with verbal can't at the end you go wait if you look around the room this nigga was using clues from inside the room the whole time he's in line that's that's what pageling is in the middle of her name it's like pageling Mm -hmm. this is not a black you know but even though the city's named that but yes yeah pageling south carolina mm-hmm. but it's not spelled like page lynn oh. l-y-n oh no no not spelled like that Mm-mm. uh so the way i saw her get out it was black indie live <laughs> somebody what uh, a name and it was written by black indie live staff they was like we we about to put we her got business a whole on the staff street. and the crew it took a collective effort can of it, blackness can i see it what she look like um oh yeah yeah i'm about to uh show you on the screen yeah i forgot you definitely want to see the visuals it's i hate when i hate this part of it though because all the visuals are are just us going how did she ever pass you know what i mean it's so unfair because we know in hindsight that she's not black so it's easy for us to be like wouldn't the fool me but she fooled a lot she apparently fooled enough not not all not obviously not all black people because she got caught but she fooled enough black people the other thing that i find interesting is everybody always goes to colorism but then i had a thought about this the other day it was like yeah you know colorism is how they can do it and i had to think i was like wait a minute what other choice would they have of course self-selecting is going to be a colorism argument because they don't have a choice to be dark-skinned right you know what i mean but like they can't have the color if they could if they, if, if they could dock in their skin they probably would right but it's like if someone was an african and they just said i'm gonna go i moved to america i'm just gonna pretend i've been american my whole life like we wouldn't be able to make a colorism argument against it because it's like oh they're dark skinned 
and of course we thought they was american black why would we just assume they weren't right like like so i thought about that i was like that argument is not as that's not as strong as people think it is no it's not <laughs> like they make it seem like then they chose to be a light-skinned black woman it's like nigga they didn't have a choice for the dogs what, the dog yeah. the dog meat wasn't on the menu right what else could they be <laughs> as if as if if she would have tried to pass for dark skin we would have known right away it's like yeah because she can't be anything but light skin the makeup alone is too time consuming okay come on you don't have time to get these black lives matter dollars if you if you get the makeup's fucked up um but yeah it was it was so funny um but yeah so uh we're gonna read it in a second let me pause this all right so um let's go over to uh to uh black indie live uh and i'm assuming it's over indiana uh which is where she was operating the black community in indianapolis has been left reeling as shocking disturbing details released in the last 24 hours have emerged regarding a disgraced activist exposed for posing as a black woman satchel pageland cole cole aka jennifer benton has spent the past several years as one of the most visible self-proclaimed activists of color with oh she's a good activist of color see now see Mm-mm. if you're in black lives matter you should say black but also that of color you know we don't do that we don't we don't as a person of color as a man of color we just say black black uh within indianapolis she has uh worked at and alongside the highest leadership positions in organizations such as indy 10 black lives matter indy surj and the now defunct don't sleep uh where she served as a co-president of the organization alongside dominic dorsey i see why it's defunct they were sleeping Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> they don't sleep on the job, apparently. Don't sleep, and apparently somebody fucked around and hit, didn't hit the snooze. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Oh, uh, she also was one of the more visible activists in the LGBTQIA plus community, where she regularly championed for intersectional and queer rights alongside Black empowerment. Many detractors of Cole even accuse her of using LGBTQI plus, plus issues to co-opt and appropriate black movements over time, causing extreme backlash and years of bad blood between black community members. She even served as Grand Marshal for the 2020 Indianapolis Gay Pride Parade. Uh, throughout the years and Cole's rise of Cole's rise to the top of the activism scene in Indianapolis, boy, how do they, first of all, your rise to the top of the scene how do you get to the top of activism there is not really a top but yeah like how do you is there i think a lot of times the most recognition like everybody kind of knows your name that's what the quote-unquote top is Mm -hmm. and the more people know you the quote-unquote higher you go Mm. that's the only thing that will make sense because there's actually there's no like finish line if that makes sense there's no this is the last position it's a constant growth as far as people knowing your name until you get to the point where you're you're a celebrity yeah just knowing the white people to talk to i guess Mm -hmm. throughout the years and her eyes at the top blah blah blah, um this far um she maintained she was a black woman news source freedom indiana ran a story in 2017 about cole and her alleged black father freedom indiana removed the story from their website yesterday after more information was released on cole but you can find the internet copy of the page and i looked at the page and y'all this woman basically took a picture with 
uh a black man and was like um this my daddy like <gasps> oh no see if i can find the um uh they took it they took it completely down you can't even see the page anymore but if you can i'll try to can i make this bigger it's very small it's the one on the left where she's sitting on the porch just hugging a black dude okay now this man here's the thing oh we gonna get to that okay okay we gonna we we gonna get to who this man is all right because a lot i know what most of y'all thinking in the chat duh another black man protecting a white woman infiltrating our space why black man always the weakest link and i feel y'all on that except that's not what this was um she um said this man was her father there's no proof that this man exists what yeah like she made up a name for him there's no proof he even fucking knows what this picture was for you see what i'm saying like rachel dolezal had a legit like black dude that was like she's my daughter and then they they came crumbling apart uh he was complicit this black man seemed to be minding his motherfucking business did she photoshop herself over what the hell was happening here i think she just took a picture with the dude and he never knew that she was gonna oh like come like like hey take a picture with me and that's thing you know it's floating around that you my dad and he's like the fuck i am what yeah like um i think they go into him later in the article but yeah um it, it, when she was younger um she apparently had trauma in her life which means it's okay to pretend to be black that's the, that's the that's the rules for white people white people trauma you can go be black now come welcome to the community welcome to the cookout that's all it takes a little bit of trauma <laughs> uh but yeah she's a daughter to arlington high school students rick eric and john oliver benton rachel eric and john Oliver benton uh they got married blah, blah blah they got pictures of them and y'all when i say her white i mean these whites like ooh, they the lily of the liliest like okay hot water with bleach whites okay i'm talking like th- these are the whitest whites um they like they met at the sock hop yeah they did okay let's go to the hop they was on bandstand yeah like do- those type of whites okay like when they met there was like people crooning in the background going shoop shoop okay you know some shit uh anyway they met in high school they are parents um but then her parents separated early in her childhood her father moved to florida was never seen again then in 1994 she got her her mom got remarried and the older sister uh stabbed her mother to death holy shit um um and so jennifer would testify in court that both her and her older sister experienced physical abuse and sexual on a regular basis from their stepfather who she also testified that her mother knew about this abuse and would allow it and despite that her sister still got sentenced to 30 years she only served eight she got out and apparently they talked you know they cool or whatever um so you know i don't know how that trauma means you get to go be a black woman and an activist right that is very sad at the same time it is but but that does not justify you do 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 over in white over in blackness in 2010 
what i tell y'all about them years y'all 28 2010 2016 like 2012 the ushering in of obama and social media i think a lot not a lot obviously not a lot a but some percentage. a small group of white seems to be women said i'm investing in becoming yeah. a black woman because you know what this is one time white men to stand out of this ain't they i talked to somebody about that this morning and they was like why do you think it just seems to be women and i'm like here's why I, this, now this might be kind of deep i'm not trying to get too hotel up or anything but white women a lot of their power comes from victimhood and the reason it comes from victimhood is it's not necessarily good like sometimes black women want that and i get why because it's there's a power to it and it's been exploited and it's been weaponized and used against us as black people so it's like i would like some of that and i don't blame you but but i don't but ultimately i don't think it comes from a good place Mm -mm. i think white men protect white women in that type of way the same way they protect their cars and their houses it's yeah, not they looked at as property it, yeah it's not truly genuine respect and love it's it's why white men would be brutal to black people and go it's because they want to rape our women you know meanwhile they were raping black women so it wasn't a matter of principle they literally just was like these are our women off limits even if you're having consensual sex with them we will kill you because this 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 is like me finding out you drove my car i will throw my car in the fucking ocean because your nigger ass touched it right so it's not necessarily true empowerment but in the twisted psychological way that that abusive relationship has been throughout the course of time white women have felt power of some type through that in many cases of saying this person harmed me y'all go get them i i was assaulted y'all go y'all you know now you have to do what i say you know like you know what i'm saying like there's a, a reversal when it comes to victimhood for them yeah uh let me tell you my logic behind that mm-hmm. niggas don't trust white men so if a white man show up everybody gonna question the fuck out of him what I'm are not, you doing here and why are you here uh i'm well i hear yeah i'm not saying that's not true but i had more to say i wasn't done oh no problem so i think when white women see victimhood as power they then in the same way that white people have privilege and they don't understand racism and they go black people have it so much easier than me they get affirmative action i wish i had affirmative action oh he got a scholarship to college i wish i could get a scholarship you benefit more than any other group but go ahead go ahead sorry Mm -hmm. so they don't do all that it's emotional they don't do all the Mm -hmm. math behind it and Mm -hmm. go wait the chances of me as a white person having a better life is just much much higher than your average black person Mm -hmm. right having uh generational wealth having access to different things being less qualified but still getting opportunities they don't look at it that way they just look at it like you're always taking from me you're always in my space so i think that type of envy they go well i'm not getting enough as a sympathetic white woman i could get more if i had more degrees of marginalization so i'm not just a white woman and this isn't obviously all white women it's Mm -hmm. the ones we're talking about in this Mm -hmm. small in this group they go i can get more if i was a sexual assault victim i can get more if i was lgbtqi i could be more as a black woman 
and we're talking about a small group of people who have had some some i, I would hope it's a small group who have I had so too yeah who have had some major psychological issues because i think in order to go i'm going to pretend to be another per, another race you probably have some major psychological issues there's something wrong yes right so in in their mind i think that's why we're finding them is that in their minds black twitter and social media opened the door to remaking yourself mm-hmm. and then all these black people gave away the blueprint for how to be black because a lot of the black people on twitter and facebook and shit define their blackness by the victimhood of being black this doesn't mean we're not victims and not legit but you know when you're asking for a cash app because your labor of writing a thread on twitter you're you're literally showing the game to these white people who go oh so you can make money off of saying how hard it is as a black person well i'm greedy i'm gonna do that you know um and i don't i I don't think it's uh you know and 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 because social media is so much based around performance Mm -hmm. like i have to perform my blackness you know Mm -hmm. you know i do this because i'm black i'm that because i'm black and i ain't gonna blah blah you know and Mm -hmm. you make it easy to copy and paste just ooh, okay you do and so i think it's easy for them to like kind of infiltrate into the fucking fray because of those specific moments like barack obama's election people saying post-racial people seeing black people start having black lives matter and and like getting some traction for their movement and for their for their uh ideas and then all this money this economy of activism this economy of academia of blackness selling putting it on a t-shirt the same reason that msnbc had all these black people on staff and then trump got hired and they somehow all the black people lost jobs all like um, they saw those opportunities because they're white and they knew this is going to be the next step and i think some of them boldly stepped right into that shit you know so um and i'm sure there were people along the, the lines that were always like something was off with this person you know but but it's i think it's hard for us to go all the way to and they're faking being a black person right so uh anyway in 2010 she legally changed her name to satchel page when cole because of satchel page uh the picture of leroy robert satchel page um uh and her close friend chantelle owens cole during this time she also started self-identifying as a black woman and began to join a variety of lgbtqi plus and black activism groups in the city of indianapolis according to multiple witnesses close to satchel and firsthand knowledge of the situation from black indie live staff members she began to tell her new circle in the activism community she was a biracial black woman with a black father who she learned about later in life and never met y'all listen for them to be so pro us they will throw that motherfucking black men ain't fathers shit in your face then don't, for that origin story don't realize how fucking traumatizing that he is for uh, a man not to be in your life like that's one stereotype they do not mind pushing out there for for at all uh this claim of having a black father even grew to the lips in 2017 she gave an interview with freedom in indiana where she claimed she in fact did know him so first it went to he i never met him and it was yeah you know it wasn't in my life keep that consistent and then it was like wait i do know him okay and so this is where that picture came from she claimed she did know him and identified took a picture with the man identified him as y'all this is not a joke this is what she said lee timeless barnes who has a name like that i mean did this nigga play in the minor leagues the the, the negro leagues too because that sounds like a negro league she name going down the whole starting five the hell is this 
<laughs> and shoeless joe jackson was my aunt's t- uncle that name does not sound <laughs> real larry loose feet mcgrady was my cousin like where did you get these names from ma'am like <laughs> so yeah um so uh she said that was her long lost black um father meanwhile researchers and the independent investigator they hired have not been able to confirm that this person even exists and can i say with any accuracy that the person in the picture was even aware was being used for this purpose that makes sense which is why i said i know hold up slow down i know i know y'all want to go makes in sense. she took a picture with a random ass black dude yeah and I, we yeah. don't this isn't like the rachel dolo's hour that dude was out there like that's my daughter and they was like that's not your daughter she told me to tell you she was my daughter i'm sorry like this this is just a nigga she took a picture with like yeah and probably unless uh his family is like on social media or, or where they might not even never find out who this dude is i feel bad that uh, who, that dude could have fucking alzheimer's for all we know you right. be dead correct the fuck? possibility dead that means she went somewhere specifically looking for an older black man yes, she did. to take a picture with that's insane um her rapid acceleration in the indianapolis activism community was greatly assisted by her appointment as vice president of the organization don't sleep a group that was fairly well known at the time for primarily advocating for intersectional lgbtqi plus rights the group is currently defunct after its former leader who appointed satchel dominic dorsey was reportedly run out of the activism scene in indianapolis and moved to illinois wonder what the story is there you know it's more to that than meets the eye throughout the years that's 20- nothing to do with money i mean come on uh throughout the years from 2010 to 2020 when satchel was falsely self-identified as a black woman her credibility was also bolstered bolstered by numerous media spots and interviews she was granted through indianapolis mainstream news sources over a dozen outlets routinely championed satchel as a leader in the black community and gave her causes airtime even though other activists in the black community to the dismay Oh, over those other activists in the black community to the dismay of many who suspected her of foul play and deceiving the community for years yeah they're not gonna get nobody dark like me we're not appealing to the white folks that, that that's trying to throw that money yeah i guess i mean I, I guess i don't know like there's other black women that are activists that correct are brown and dark skin but but, but 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 i mean that's why the media is 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 mm-hmm. comes at her you know not that those people's points aren't valid regardless of the you know how light or dark you are but that's why she kind of rose up and they didn't listen to the other people around them because if you're going to do this bounce around to other organizations just don't focus on her yeah i think also like to do what a motherfucker like this does they don't have shame they don't have no. they don't they're like this is narcissism this is attention seeking that is the only purpose the the goal activism is not their purpose Mm-mm. so things that maybe principal activists may turn down yeah things that they wouldn't do wouldn't say this person does and says you know it's like when people bring up sean king and they get mad like why do people fuck with sean king i'm like because sean king does what you don't do i agree sean king shares the video of a black person getting killed on his timeline every fucking time and it goes viral every time because those videos always go viral now you for good reason have the integrity or whatever to go i'm not doing that shit right but that also means he's the one they call for the tv interview that's right for doing this shit you know what i mean like it's a the there's a level of shamelessness attached to the rise of these people and i don't I, like 
like i said i'm not trying like the colorism thing is is real i'm mm-hmm. just saying it is there's other there's real light-skinned black women who are activists that still don't get pulled like this correct and and it's and it's very frustrating because it's one of those things where she was probably doing good too like i'm pretty sure people benefited from the shit she was doing i'm i'm on the assumption i don't know and i don't even know why we even giving her that credit that's true like what she what about her deserves any level of like and i'm sure some people got help like i don't know because you could be keeping all the fucking money you're a fake person you know what i mean like you like 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 maybe you help people as a cover story or something i know what you're saying but i don't even know enough to say that that's okay i don't fucking know this one right because it's all false correct yeah you could have done this as a white person and been just fine that's the and that's the part that infuriates me you could have done it with your own skin because it's not like her when people thought she was a black woman there were people that weren't jealous in the community that didn't fuck with her even if you are black there's a lot of black activists that are black and don't fuck with each other and it'd be jealousy and why this nigga get to say and all this shit so it's not gonna protect it, it like you literally just did this out of selfishness and fucked upness mm-hmm. um so yeah they uh said in the black indie live search leads to a youtube page with from who appears a woman who appears to be Chantel Owens called the best friend of Satchel, who she dedicated part of her new name to. In the video, Satchel, Chantel, and an unidentified boy are seen playing around, joking with one another, sometimes dancing and having a great time. Satchel and Chantel did appear to have a genuine bond in the video, which is why when Chantel Owens Cole was found dead April 29, 2020, in what was described as an overdose, in quotes, Satchel deactivated her social media and took a step away from public life. As social causes in Indianapolis rose to dominate the landscape with the murder of Drace John uh, Reed by IMPD officers, uh, along with the police brutality demonstrations around the nation, Satchel continued to remain absent from public and social media interactions. Many attributed this, this not only to the death of her best friend Chantel, but also the death of Chantel's mother, Rolanda Cole, who passed away just months before her daughter, Chantel. It is ironically the uh obituaries describe the deaths of the, his this mother and daughter who have unintentionally raised even more questions of the life of satchel cole and the obituaries um uh owens for owens cole it was falsely stated that satchel is Chantel's sister and that xavier owens who was the son of satchel as one of Chantel's children the obituary also lists no questions about a asked food pantry that is run by satchel as a beneficiary if anyone wants to donate in Chantel's memory what did she write the obituary all by herself multiple sources have reported to black indie live the Chantel owens cole obituary was authored by satchel cole the cell and several inaccurate facts in this obituary raise a disturbing set of questions i'm about to say you know her family didn't write that because honey i've sat and wrote an obituary and that's the process because everybody you know goes by their memory bank and wanting to verify wanting to be sure they don't offend nobody and upset and something like that would have pissed some niggas off dog the fucking shamelessness right like i'm like i'm i'm not joking i really think i'm on to something with this i haven't found a full words but i think they're successful at becoming like the the face <clears throat> and moving up the ladder because they're shameless like if you're shameless enough to be like i'm taking your womanhood as black women then you're shameless enough to do whatever it fucking takes to get money and promote yourself 
in a way that an authentic black person would be like i have reservations about this yeah i'm not gonna do There's this certain lines that i'm not willing to cross well this alone may not be concerning to some shortly following the death of owens cole satchel opened a petition to indiana courts to take over the estate of the deceased chantel owens cole the indiana court case uh case list chantel owens cole uh that she did not uh have a will and state satchel cole as personal representative of the state of chantel owens cole is hereby authorized to proceed under the statutory provisions of indiana code governing unsupervised administration of estates wow so nobody in her family fought it uh black indie live has reason to believe that assets of satchel are attempting to acquire also include those owned by chantel's mother rolando cole rolando cole that were reportedly gained by her daughter just weeks before her own sudden death uh a preliminary hustling boy a preliminary investigation from black indie live revealed over a dozen residents in indianapolis claiming to be victims of various schemes led by satchel pageland cole with allegations ranging as far back as 2012 to as recently as a few weeks ago the various allegations of wrongdoing range from identity misrepresentation to misappropriation of thousands of dollars of funding collected by her over the years claims of being a slumlord through her work in property management with low-income families to threats of physical violence against families and even children who were attempting to oppose her while black indie live found multiple claims to be credible a full investigation to those individual actions has yet to be completed by our team what we have seen are multiple people who are intimately connected with satchel making statements distancing themselves from her in the past in the past day as information regarding her fraudulent background spread across social media yeah and i like i know a person that um has dealt with somebody that has like narcissistic personality disorder Mm -hmm. and that person like they just lie and they do they they create their own reality and on their social media they're the victim these people did me wrong Mm -hmm. and if you go talk to them people there's a long list of people like she's fucking crazy she did this she did that i don't even like talking about it in public because this motherfucker is so crazy they will harass me for days so i just don't say shit and there's a couple people that will eat that narcissism shit up you know those flying monkeys Mm -hmm. but for the most part you know like you just out here on your own hoping that something happens to expose one of these frauds some like dominic dorsey satchel's former business partner maintained that even though they found out satchel was lying about being a black woman years ago they kept quiet uh for the greater from the greater community despite the community years of suspecting it to be true while satchel cole has yet to speak or defend herself in the midst of the growing pile of evidence information condemning her the indianapolis black community is left asking in the aftermath how is she even allowed to get this far um so i mean what an article that that shit was the longest um uh, uh version of for my man i mean it ain't for my man but it, it, all the twists and turns yeah man i i don't know what to tell you like this, this this like these motherfuckers are not they just have to be it's cosplay they yes black cosplay black lives matter is a cause i'm fucking claiming it for myself i'm wearing black womanness as my costume and i'm fucking going to the top uh so she did admit it on facebook but like what choices you have y'all saw what i just read right this shit happened before she made that post you know up to a few weeks ago which means she recently has stopped right um friends i need to take accountability for my actions and harm that i've done oh i'm sorry they cole who used the pronouns they them so my bad i didn't mean to 
misgender this fucking lying fraud um they them uh you know i i do not go low just because y'all hate michelle obama my deception and lies have hurt those i care about and i have taken up space as a black person while knowing i'm white i've used blackness when it was not mine to use i've asked used blackness used because they see it as a currency because they they look at us and go look at those blacks getting everything oh i i wish i could be in those spaces Ooh, i'll just say i'm black yeah did you don't want to take them ass whoopings you don't want nobody calling you nigger like come on now like she probably would get hard if somebody called a nigger like come on she her nipples would get hard i mean they their nipples would get hard if you said nigger to them because because to them it's like yes i'm getting some of this oppression they they buying it you know right because they're being accepted yeah, yeah 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 versus people who be like bitch i've been doing this since i've been the baby like get the fuck out of here this is right this bullshit is old fake ass i've asked for support and energy as a black person i've caused harm to the city friends and the work that i also dear i will do work to take responsibility for my actions and try to reduce the harm that i've already caused give the money back how about that what what, what about your friend that overdosed and then you, suddenly you lied in the obituary and also want ownership yeah. of her mama and her estate. What the fuck? Which makes you suspicious. People should be. While well, this shit gonna raise up investigations, like did did you kill them? Like, or, or at least your friend? Like, what what do you do? Like, people don't do this shit unless you're trying to hide something, my nigga. These people fucking disgust me because they have it's it's why i'm so reticent of all the like activism words and spaces and shit because i stay away from them you just have the words to do you do fuck shit and then you be like well if you look at it from these big words then it's not really as fucked up okay it was uh you know it was my self-care and uh you know in actuality when we look at it's like no you're a grifter and a thief and a liar like and possibly allegedly up to more shit so why the fuck does anyone need to you know let you heal from the community and you know whatever you know take accountability which means fucking nothing it means nothing go to jail that's what accountability is right in prison take your ass to prison and they come out and say this shit because they they know there's no repercussions to their actions you know right because you let a nigga come out and talking about i'm i'm uh black and i'm in a white community they'll try to hang you i will i will do the work that it takes no you won't i have taken up space no you no you won't you, <laughs> they, just, you just you just they uh, just know all the words walk on your ass back over to whiteness because uh, most of them ain't gonna be like richard dolezal i will reduce the harm i will repair the harm if there are ways to repair the harm i would do work the work that is required to do so i will continue to seek the help necessary to heal myself i am sorry for the harm i have caused i'm sorry for the hurt and betrayal i would do what i can to show that i want to be a better person okay these motherfuckers that's what the fuck this is so it's so rude (laughs) <laughs> like it's just it's just so rude it's just so it's just right in front of my salad with this shit literally our lives are on the line as black people in this country right now and you just thought it would be cool to cosplay 
as a black woman as an activist and speak for our community that you don't belong to Mm-mm. you're not in like what the fuck and then it harms us ultimately because you make it seem like this shit is just a joke like like it see these blacks complaining about nothing this woman isn't even this person isn't even black and look at how they were complaining they sound just like them other blacks so that clearly it's all bullshit that's what you do to our community when you do this you can't say i'm gonna fix the harm there's no harm there's no way you got a time machine you you got one of them crystals from infinity war there is no fucking fix (sighs) not a fix is easy right and then and put the motherfucking charity in the link on the obituary obituary. my nigga man if you don't get the fuck (sighs) zero to a hundred karen she get a thousand yeah i I give her dracars dracars man but i guess that that's it yeah i'm yeah after you read that story yes i i a dracars man i to to the trash to the to the pit as they say on uh t with queen and jay i i honestly there are very few things i feel like are irredeemable but this shit right here i don't know you can't come back from this like you like because you faked it so much and you i can't believe a word coming out of your fucking mouth when you're like and and it's about the black community. i still believe that that black people need to be supported no the fuck you don't you could have just done this shit as a white person because that's the other thing um i was listening to uh three guys on and charity sade was on and uh, her and randolph kind of got into it a little bit over um white people who work in spaces dealing with race and you know become uh you know jane elliott and some of these people and and i won't front i don't mind these people i i actually appreciate I, these people me too um because because they can reach people and they're doing work that my black ass can't do well and i just know the end game is that uh it's just you have to accept the reality white people will listen to them that won't listen to black people who are more qualified and better at it yes and at the end of the day i want results i don't give a who i don't care who the fuck tells them i want to just get it done and 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 of course they would sam white out they they will be the first people to tell you like no i'm I'm actually not better than any black person doing this um and whiteness don't want to hear that yeah you know and and you know they do a bunch of other work and they give money to the community and shit but truth of the matter is nobody wants to hear that shit from black people come on and and it's very unfortunate because it's considered whining and complaining yeah so the choices are not well we'll just have a black person do it the choices are have white people be educated starting here right where they're at or just those white people never be educated there's not some in between where mm-hmm. oh you know where they'll be open to it so anyway that's that's a whole different thing right but my point is as a white person who claims to care about black lives you could just be jane elliott is that bad i mean i know jane elliott catches it on both sides you know there's the white people that feel betrayed and i'll kill you you nigger lover and there's the black people who are just infinitely jealous and like fuck you why you know you shouldn't even get to be in here and all this but at the end of the day though you're like she's never pretending to be black you know what i'm saying like there's like 
she's just saying like listen we need to help this community these are the voices you should be listening to these are the experiences that you don't recognize here's how as a person who's gone through your privilege here's let me tell you about this privilege yeah because it's like i can i can relate to you i understand what you're feeling and what you're going through yeah it's like when i we start off the show today and i was like i like to talk to black men about this for a second if you're listening this is why we need to stop doing this shit you could have said the same thing and there's a lot of those same black men of like i'm not listening to her of course she don't know nothing about being a black man right because it's coming from a voice of a woman and people gotta act like and the thing is you tell white people to to to, to teach your people they do that you complain but then what do you really want what yeah. do you want so anyway fuck her man what a terrible person like you harm so many people with this bullshit <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, ugh. I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs> what a terrible. The thing. Just. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> all right let's wrap it up uh we got a guest coming tomorrow um my man mike kaplan is gonna be back in the house that's gonna be fun you know we uh always love talking to mike we do um and uh we will do a little bit of sword ratchetness before we get out of here um i know this episode was all over the place mm-hmm. very serious yesterday was silly and funny though so you know take the good with the bad i did try to break it up with some random thoughts you did it was very funny i'm glad y'all enjoyed my thoughts they random they ain't got to make sense because they random (laughs) uh let's see wally with a brawly armed police swoop on man in fancy dress spotted carrying a samurai sword which turned out to be a novelty umbrella what yeah we got some shit going on in the uk apparently raleigh with the brawley that's into that's a phrase wally with the brawley that sounds like a lyric from motherfucking takashi 69 <laughs> all right blicky with the sticky yeah uh officers armed with tasers dashed to the street in leamington spa work warwickshire uh oh yeah where did where warwick come from warwickshire uh after receiving uh reports of a machete man prowling the town center but they were stunned when the man turned out to be wearing a fancy dress costume with an umbrella which had a sword hilt handle why would you buy this oh i know white uh he was wearing a kilt and a sinister laughing clown face mask as part of a cosplay outfit short for costume play cosplay fans dress up okay they're explaining that to us had to meet your 500 words i understand yeah I, i'm trying to what was he cosplaying as what i don't understand a police officer like, i don't understand well that's a police car that he's took a picture by but that's oh, not okay that's okay, not okay. his car i just want to know what was he cosplaying as and also it's the uk where they don't really got a lot of guns but Mm-mm. they be stabbing people in public and shit yep so like why would you play like this what the fuck is he supposed to be this is no anime i've ever seen no we watch a lot of anime and he didn't go to jail Mm-mm, not one day must must be nice 
Mm-hmm. must be real nice yeah cosplay and cosplay in this episode uh, uh. So this is a weird episode all right y'all that's it for today man we'll be back tomorrow my man mike kaplan uh look forward to that until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>